From the LHR and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Happy birthday to Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. Today? Today. Big shout. Big shouts, baby. Woo! Happy birthday to G, who I did correspond with this morning, which means she survived her... uh, her, her weekend in Orlando, where she raved. Let's go. Listen to dance music and brave the elements. But happy birthday to Jeanette Javier, the Dominique Queen. Very much a part of this show's family. Uh, her age, I don't remember. Early 30s. Yeah. That's all I remember. That's how we'll leave it. Uh, let me tell you about prize picks. Prize picks. The best daily fantasy. The... the the best daily fantasy. Someone like me, if I play fantasy football, if I play fantasy baseball, you know what happens? I just forget about the lineup. And then it's embarrassing. I'm playing injured players. I'd be playing Deshaun Watson. Theo, aren't those the most annoying guys ever? Hate it. Hate it because I'm never going stopped, up against them. I stopped paying attention. That's why my team sucks. Well, you're a terrible GM. But doesn't it, doesn't it give me stone brownie points if I acknowledge that I am that guy, so I don't play fantasy sports. I don't get in your league to muck up the works. Instead, I just play the daily fantasy, the best daily fantasy prize picks. Don't I get credit for that? Yeah, I mean, money talks, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I like, I, yeah, I, I, I like instant gratification. Right. If that's right. what you mean by money talks, it, it yes. Is. It is. Yeah, I, if I win my fantasy football league, which I won't, because, again, my adult ADHD kicks in, and I've got, uh, I've, uh, I've got uh, Nick Chubb. In week 12. Yeah. And ain't doing me any good. Well, just admit it. You're the Joe Cronin of fantasy football. Except I would never, I would never sell out my star. Never. Ever. Yeah, right. And I would admit that it, the job was too difficult for me. Mm. Like Joe Cronin, he's living a lie. Um, so that's why I focus on the daily fantasy. Because if I play fantasy football, I'm waiting months and months and months and months and months and months and months, and months, and months, and months for, for maybe some money, maybe a payout. With prize picks, I can win some money every day. You know it. If I play things right, uh, you put in 20, maybe it's a pick three, chance to win 100. Pick four, chance to win 200. On and 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 on. Just based off of stuff I'm watching that night. And it all starts. When you join a fantasy football league, no one's saying, hey, here's 50 bucks. Enjoy. <laughs> no way. You and your cheap buddies. At prize picks, you use the promo code KLV when you sign up. They're doubling your deposit up to $100. It's basically free money in your account just for using the capital letters in my name, Ken Levicka, to sign up. And it's not just a football season thing. It's not just a baseball season thing. It's all year round. Mm. It's NFL. It's NBA. It's NHL. It's college sports. It's every single night. doesn't matter when it is throughout the course of the calendar year. Even if you're using the Chinese calendar. doesn't matter. It's prize picks. Promo code KLV. Prize picks. Come play with me, won't you? Uh, real quick, real quick. Can we, can we hear, can we hear, uh, when, uh, I, 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 I think it was unnecessarily preached to, but I appreciated the messaging last week. This is how we ended our week last week on, uh, Levica, Theo and Stone with a strong message, uh, from who was it? Joe in Wellington. It was Joe, Josh, John, one of the, one of the Something three. in Wellington. But, uh, I just want to make sure everybody it's a, it's a very rainy day. It's a very trying day. Yes. I want you to sit back. I want you to relax. And I want you to remember the following. 
wanted to let you know Jesus loves you too, buddy. Remember that. I love that. Remember that. Just wanted to let you know Jesus loves you too, buddy. And I hope you take that in all the different ventures that you embark on today. Uh, all right. What's your master list of, uh, of, of uh, people or things in sports that uh, you think I would love to laugh at? Because I, I promise, I guarantee you, Theo, I'm not um, ill-spirited. I'm not mean-spirited. Yep. I can say mean things. I can be um, ill-treating towards people at times. But you don't want to be characterized. I don't want to be characterized like that because yeah. that's not fully me. I'm a nuanced person, uh, if you will. And so, again... Josh Allen, I am not laughing at his current pratfalls at the quarterback position or laughing at him failing his franchise. What I am laughing at is Bills fans who held him on a pedestal, and now uh, they're seeing reality hitting them in the face um, with a team whose window is closing. I'm laughing at them. Mm. I'm not laughing at Josh Allen. Stone says, no, you're laughing at Josh Allen because Stone thinks I'm a dirtbag, and I don't appreciate that. But Theo, I think, sees the purity, I see the, the purity that exists in me. Right there. Um, what What are some of the things uh, that uh, that you jotted down on your master list? Uh, I didn't just jot down and fill up the entire page here, so stay with me, everybody. Here's Ken's master list of people he wishes ill will upon and will laugh at anytime anything bad happens to them. Let's go Tony LaRusso, number one. Brian Kelly. Brandon Staley. Travis Kelsey. Travis uh, Kelsey, why would I laugh at Travis Kelsey? You want to see Travis Kelsey, you think he's corny, you think he's fake. I think he I I, I think hey. that he is corny. Yes, but I wouldn't laugh at his misfortune. And again, I'm glad he's found love. Well, let me get to my master list here. Yeah. Actually, no, stop if you have any pushback yes. on any of these. Yeah. yeah. So give me some time. You're like rolling through he it. Roll like through like really it's quick, F1. Yeah. Uh, Penny Hardaway. Yes, I would laugh at his misfortune. Uh Joe Cronin. Mm. Uh Anybody within 10 miles of TD Garden and Madison Square Garden. All right. Yeah, you got me. Mac Jones. Mm. Joel Embiid. Mm. Let's go Kyrie Irving. Let's go Donald Trump. Uh, Davo Swinney. Josh McDaniels. Jimbo Fisher, Wisconsinites. <laughs> Luke Fickle. Uh, I don't care. I don't really care enough about Luke Fickle. James Harden. Aaron Rodgers. Not with the Achilles injury. Didn't laugh at him then. Didn't laugh at him then. Just, interceptions, I'll laugh at him. Justin Fields slash Herbert. No, nah, I don't care. Uh, Justin Herbert, only if it is something related to how Tua does things well. I don't wish ill will upon him. I don't laugh at him. And Justin Fields, like, I think he needs to get out of Chicago. Mm. And last but not least, Jerry Jones. Okay. Well, the list was, I mean, you did a good job. Yeah. Vast majority people I would laugh at. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. That was good. And what do you have to say for yourself as somebody who says you you don't? Because you refuted this. That's the premise of this list, by yeah, the way, if you missed he, the first hour. He knows my wheelhouse. Yeah. Of people yeah. that I like to criticize. And well, that's going to be part of it. He just fed into that. Now, again, Travis Kelsey, like, I want to be abundantly clear about this. I, I felt inspired and warmed inside nice. by seeing Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey engage in a deep, passionate kiss in Argentina okay, I was over the say, weekend. What access to the dark web do you have? <laughs> I, I think there's something there, and I do hope now, for the sake of humanity, honestly, they get married. Mm. I think they're getting married. That's my bold prediction. I think Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are getting married. Yeah, but at the beginning of the show, you yeah. said it was in- inevitable that they were After they get split. married. Now, after they get married. Now, and it's going to be one hell so of an album. Divorce 50%. percentage is like 90%, you're saying? Yeah. 50% of the, it's a coin flip. 
Every marriage is a coin flip. So you're just saying they will get married, you hear but that, they won't Ashley? live happily ever after. Hey, we're on the right side of that thing, all right? <laughs> heads never fails, or whatever they say. Fails never fail. I go heads, though. I'm a heads guy. Oh, okay. Should I'm a heads guy every time. Uh, me too. Uh, let's go ahead and finish up our uh, whose misfortune in sports do you laugh at? Whose misfortune in sports do you laugh at? Dolphins NYC says Jets fans. They yes. laugh at Jets fans. Easy uh, that is not a surprise uh, at all. And then uh, Chris says most New York and Boston sports teams and all of the AFC East rival teams of the Dolphins. Just a lot of fan base pettiness. I feel like this yeah. uh, this topic has uh, has bred. Um, how familiar are you with Colts? Not the Colts, but Colts. The um, Colts. I am. I'm fascinated by the the shows that center around Colts. Have you ever known anybody in a cult? No, I did try to get led into a cult when I was in college. Mm. Fought them off real quick though. Like you know? a fraternity. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, because some fraternities yes. are cults, or, Frater- or can can be cults. Fraternities are are pretty much cults. I mean, no. they're 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 very they're bordering that line. Paying for yeah. your friends, the whole thing. Getting beat, yeah. getting beat getting, to become a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, getting whipped with a belt, yeah. with your bare ass in the yeah. frat house. Yeah, weird having stuff. to do weird stuff yeah. behind closed yeah. doors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a cult. Tickle time, right? <laughs> um, Stone, uh, how familiar are you with uh, with with cults and I, names like Jim Jones and David Koresh? I think I'm as familiar as one should be. Okay. Similar to Theo, uh, I love the documentaries, Heaven's Gate, perhaps that revolve around them. I have actually watched the documentary on Heaven's Gate. So, mm-hmm. like I said. Um, as much as I should be, I'm tapped in. I do believe Same that um, we are encountering two entities in sports, both very notable, both large in their own right, that could be potential cults. Um, I want to start with Saturday. Michigan. Oh, yeah. Michigan beat Penn State. 32 straight run plays in the second half, by the way, for Michigan. That's all they did. They didn't have a single pass play in the second half, and they beat Penn State. Big game James does it again, right? Uh, But Michigan goes in, beats Penn State. Jim Harbaugh suspended, made the trip to uh, Happy Valley. The Big Ten, uh, in a gutless manner, suspended him while he's 30,000 feet in the air, and he was informed once he walked off the plane that he was suspended, so he's back at the team hotel. Mm. Suspended for three games. He's going to court Friday to try and be able to coach this Saturday. But uh, Sharon Moore... The interim head coach, offensive coordinator for Michigan. Uh, he took over the, the, the keys, took the keys from Harbaugh. And then after the game, uh, interviewed by Fox, this was, this was Sharon Moore after, after beating Penn State. Uh, th- this, is, this, I thought, was a very disproportionate reaction to what happened to Michigan and what happened to Jim Harbaugh. Because this led to tears. This led to curse words. This was the, after a win, week 10 over Penn State with no Jim Harbaugh. Here was Sharon Moore, the Michigan interim head coach, and his interview on the field, courtesy of Fox. To win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Sharon, what does it mean to you? It's I thank the Lord. I thank Coach Harbaugh. Oh. Love you, man. Love the shit out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. 
These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Talk to him. I mean, for Christ's sake, dude. I get being excited, but we're crying. We're swearing. Jim Harbaugh did not lose a leg. Jim Harbaugh was not hit by a car. Jim Harbaugh has not been felled by illness. He had a nerdy former Marine with glasses and a a camera in, in glasses on the Central Michigan sideline, and now he's being suspended for it. And this guy's acting like Jim Harbaugh's funeral is coming up next week. Like, what are we doing? What is that reaction? Listen to that blubbering mess. Let's hear him one more time. This, get it together, man. It's week 10, dude. Sharon Moore. To win on the road in this environment when there were doubts. Sharon, what does it mean to you? <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. Oh, thank Coach Harbaugh. Love you, man. Uh, Love the shit out of you, man. He's pounding his chest. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD, we got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. I want to know where that dude's from. Um, Because for those that haven't seen the video, like, he he doesn't sound how he looks. At all, either. And maybe it's because he's sobbing through his words. I mean, there's just tears rolling down his cheeks. He's, uh... I've been trying to turn a new leaf. I've been trying to turn a new leaf. I try not to criticize people for caring. Born in Kansas. God. All right. He's one of yours. I, yeah. Well, I was born in Kansas. Was he, he was probably raised in Kansas. I'm Thankfully, I wasn't raised in Kansas. So we'll, we'll, go, we'll, we'll zoom past that. Born in Derby, Kansas. I uh, went to Oklahoma and Louisville. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, he's, a little, he's a little Midwestern, a little country. Um, I try not to criticize people for caring. I try not to. I'm trying to turn this through. I was just talking to my therapist about it like yesterday. She was like, hey, it's cool to care. So I'm glad he's passionate, right? He's living in the moment. He's he's he's. Soaking it all in. This is his first time coaching a college football game, I'm assuming. So I don't want to criticize him for that. But tearing up and, and getting so this overly isn't emotional. Up. This is blubbering. Yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, tears crawling yeah. down his face over Jim Harbaugh. That's the part of it that makes me get the, the, the as the you know, young kids say, the ick. It's like, get a, get, get a hold of yourself. Get, together, get a grip. Man. The dude didn't, like you said, he didn't lose a leg. He he's didn't not, die. He's not dead. And he also. Y'all are y'all aren't the victims. Y'all were wrong. Right. You were cheating. So allegedly. This is the no. guy, but this is the same <laughs> allegedly. program. This is the same program. Yes, allegedly, I this guess. This is the same program, though, that Jim Harbaugh was uh self-imposed suspension at the start of the year. Oh. He suspended himself, and they they made sure to stop the game in the first quarter and throw up fours. Yeah. Throw up fours uh, it- to honor Jim Harbaugh. But then here's J.J. McCarthy. He's the quarterback. He's the quarterback of the University of Michigan. And, 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 and after the game against Penn State, even though he saw him five hours earlier, J.J. McCarthy, he just he, he misses his coach. There was emotion from Coach Moore. It was pretty moving, to say the least. What can you tell me about your head coach today? Uh, man, I, I just miss him. I miss him, even though I saw him last night. You know, it's just <laughs> different without his presence on this field. And 
you know, no matter what happens, I can't wait to get him back. I have a feeling he's watching this one. He'll have plenty to say. For sure. Yeah, love you, coach. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Thank you. Michigan football's a cult. Michigan football is a cult. Jim Harbaugh is a cult leader. He has brainwashed these people into disproportionate reactions over his absence. I, even though I saw him last night, I miss him so much. I miss you, coach. I'm going to see you on the plane in a little bit, but I miss you. I just miss you. I just miss you, coach. I miss you. <laughs> coach, I bleep and love you, man. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? It's a cult. Uh-oh, Stone. It's a cult. I see Stone gearing up. It's a cult. Michigan football is a cult. Well, it's a tough argument for me to win. <laughs> it's a tough argument for people who side with me to win in the first place. I'll first preface it with everything that I'm about to say is super corny. right? We can easily pull that you guys haven't been a football field player for a football team at this level. This that, like We can pull those cards because I do think they help. Um, I'm one who believes in the fact that College football coaches or college coaches in general, whether it's women's or men's. Psychopaths? One, they're psychopaths, yes, but that's a, a conversation for another day. Actually, it's not a conversation for another day. You're sick and twisted in the head. You see things differently. They just live a different life. But Jim Harbaugh is more so these kids' fathers for the four slash five years, three for some of them, that they're in college. Like Jim Harbaugh is dad. I know when my dad was gone for six hours growing up, it was unbearable. Oh my goodness. I miss you, Pops. When you, I, 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 when I haven't you, seen you since last night, Pops. When, when you send your kids off to college, you're essentially you. dropping them off at the front door of Jim Harbaugh's house. That's what you're doing. He is now in Jim Harbaugh's possession. He's supposed to take care of them, develop them, their character, all of these things. It is Jim Harbaugh's responsibility. You spend every waking moment in college, in the football facility, around Coach Harbaugh. So I, I, I do get this. The last corny route that I'll take is that football is battle. Sports are battle, right? And I even cringe saying that, but for some of these big-time programs, it's true. When you're in the funhouse and there are a gazillion people in there, grown-ass men, grown-ass women, who invest thousands of dollars into the program, into coming to see you play, you are an inspiration to their children, this, that, and this. Like You're going to battle, you're going to war, and you're without your general, your leader, the guy, the guy charging you into battle. So, so that's where the crying comes from because it's just something that they weren't used to. Um, that's how I feel about if, it. I think it's easy to come from a former player because I, I kind of understand what he's talking about. I can feel it. I can mm-hmm. think back on certain situations where I felt that way. Yeah, it was a little extra, but it's, it's easy to throw stones, I think, in a situation if, like that. Um, if I were in the military, and this is strictly hypothetical, and I went overseas for whatever mission I'm sent on, and my general, as Stone puts it, has to go to a uh, has to has to go to a very important meeting, and he leaves me for six hours. I would expect that my fellow Americans would be concerned about my ability to defend the country if I sat there and complained to my my fellow uh, military men. I I miss our general. I I saw him six hours ago, and I I miss him. I haven't seen him since I went into the tent for the night. And I, I miss him. I, I, I just miss him. Come on. Now, what would you say if during an Army-Navy game, Navy was without their head coach and they pulled the same exact antics to a They wouldn't cry team. about it and they wouldn't say they yes, missed they would. him. Ooh, I, when wish the, he, I wish I could cuddle when, into his bosom. I just the, miss him. <laughs> when the Navy, his barrel chest. <laughs> when the Polynesian Navy coach, which his name I am you know, drawing Well, he's no longer on. there. I know he's no longer there. That's why I'm saying that. When his... It was his last game in his last Army-Navy game. He wilted. He cried. He blubbered. 
Okay. His way through all of that. He was retiring. His last. Yeah, what are you? That's how I, you compare I, I, He was walking that. away from the sport. On Jim the Harbaugh field post game, it, it still are the same uh, categorized emotions that you do have. It's no. your last go around. Not hanging and up your cleats, though. For, for football players, too. And this is things you hear from training staff, Florida Atlantic's training staff. I, I think Tom Herman would share these you know, same feelings. You never know when it's going to be your last time out on a football field. That's how they treat it, right? When we talk about being psychopaths, that's how you treat football. You never know when it's going to be your last drive home. Damn right. right. What are you talking about? But when you're driving home, there aren't millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line, the things at stake. When you're playing Michigan Penn State, there are things at stake, whether you want to believe it or not. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars. In South Florida, driving home is more dangerous than playing a football game. (laughs) It's not. Like, there are things at stake here, and you're without your general. So the math adds up for me. I relate to it just a tad more. I do, like I said, think it's easy to throw stones. Blubbering, everybody cries differently, right? Ugly cry. If he would have just shed a few tears, it would have been cool. It would have been like, respect. But instead, and you know, we make fun of it. I I thought men were allowed to cry. I'm sure your therapist tells you that all the time. She doesn't say that verbatim, but I, I bet if I asked, you would say, "Yeah, you're allowed to cry." Yeah, totally, let it let it out. Yeah, what I'll say is, cult. They're brainwashed for sure. Yeah. I think sports is brainwashing. You know, They're you all brain- brainwashed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cult. So the Wisconsin football team is brainwashed. Yes, everybody's brain. You're brainwashed. Totally. So it's easier for me and Ken to talk more objectively and level headed about this versus somebody who has been in those locker rooms and been brain cuz that's what it is you have to brainwash these kids to get them out there and and, and play a violent sport have and to go all out like you got to get brainwashed a bit have to so they they fully believe that Michigan versus the world like like they embody yeah. that and it helps them play better football that's your job as a coach yeah and so that's that's the part of it where i say i understand why they're reacting like this but still outside looking in i'm like yeah it's, it's kind of it's kind of whack it's kind of corny you guys need to get over yourself i haven't seen coach harbs since team meal last night, as we as we ate our grilled chicken and our broccoli, I just miss him. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. I have another tale of a sports cult I encountered last week as well. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Stone, you have a football brain. What does this mean? Uh, Joe Biscaglia, he is the Bills beat reporter for The Athletic, tweeted the following. As we know, Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator, fired yesterday. Scapegoat for the Bills' troubles. Bills head coach Sean McDermott said with the new leadership at OC, he wants the offense to establish a subculture as part of the team's overall culture to help foster confidence and energy and focus on doing things they need to do that leads to winning. One more time. Bills head coach Sean McDermott said with the new leadership at OC, he wants the offense to establish a subculture as part of the team's overall culture to help foster confidence and energy and focus on doing things they need to do that leads to winning. Okay, creating a subculture, um, separating yourself from the defense, right? Coaches often have said, divorce yourself from what's going on on the other side of the ball, right? Just imagine they're going to score 42 and we need to score 45. So subculture, I would equate that to divorce yourself from the rest of the team. You guys are your own entity. Rely on yourselves. For holding teams to 22, we should be beating them. Regardless of what's on the other side, what's on the scoreboard, we need to do our part. Subculture, divorce yourself from what's going on over there. Screw the special teams, screw the defense, stay laser-focused, tunnel locked in. Brainwash. Theo, you know what that sounds like to me? Gobbledygook. World, word salad. 
nonsense. <laughs> Guys, we need subcultures and we need energy and we need to improve our chakra. <laughs> Boy, they're down bad. He doesn't want Stefan Diggs coming off the sideline yelling at one of the corners, Poyer, hey, get your head out of your arse, right? Like you're screwing it up for all of us. We'll tell your quarterback to stop throwing interceptions. This day, like you know, what about Trayvon Diggs? What about Trayvon Diggs and tweeting? What yeah. about that? What, where is the what, where is that subculture? Into subculture? Oh, a different that's a third subculture. subculture. Got it. Sub subculture. A sub subculture. A subtweet yeah. subculture. A subculture. Yes. You guys are on the money right <laughs> now, right? Divorce yourself <laughs> from it. what uh, guys out there are doing on social media. Meanwhile, today, Mike McDaniel at Dolphins uh, practice was calling out reporters for their fantasy matchup because yeah. he thinks that they have Devon Achan on their team. <laughs> He got asked about the role that HN's going to play when he comes back, and he was uh, he was praising the rainfall in South Florida. You've yeah. got that subculture culture. Uh, we need we need energy, uh, and then you've got Mike McDaniel. Hey, it's raining a lot. That's good for the soil. <laughs> Mike McDaniel's just an interesting dude. The Bills are down so bad right now. You're allowed to talk like that with first place. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's the signature of a first place club. It is energy. We need energy and doing things the right way. Energy subcultures. How many more coordinators? Can uh, Sean McDermott fire before he gets... Uh... To himself? <laughs> How many steps until you How get to more, uh, Sean does McDermott? He, does he go all the way down to the passing game coordinator? Yeah. Hey, you not quite cutting it. Uh, I don't think you're doing the right thing, running backs coach. Yeah. I don't know. Because he's already got rid of his DC and his OC. And those are the two things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's the special yeah. teams coordinator? Like, well, is he... He's about to be unemployed, too. He better uh, update that resume. Right, I forgot. 12 men on yeah. the field. Because, uh, again, Ken Dorsey's fault that uh, Josh Allen can't stop throwing interceptions. Uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. And again, I'm not laughing at J.J. McCarthy. What I'm saying is that is I miss Coach. I miss Coach. When you saw him at Team Meal last night, it's a little over the top, a little corny, okay? It's like a cult. It's like a cult. It's not J.J. McCarthy's fault that he's had all of his uh, mental fortitude drained and replaced with Jim Harbaugh all the time. That's what cults do. Michigan football, I think, is a cult. Look at Sharon Moore. Cult behavior. Mm. I've been wanting to tell you guys about this for about a week, and we just haven't gotten around to it on the show. I also believe I encountered another sports cult face-to-face last week. Do you remember, Theo, uh, FAU went up? Uh, to Chicago last week to play uh, Loyola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um It was in the Barstool Invitational. Uh, I, other than the the big names at Barstool, your Dave Portnoy, he's the guy who does the pizza reviews for the those of you that are, are novices. Um, big Cat and PFT, they have the most successful podcast at Barstool. Uh, pardon the interruption. Mm. Um, pardon my take. Pardon my take. <laughs> Part of the interruption is ESPN. Number yeah, one, pot, number one pot in the world. I'm trying. I'm trying. They're number one? Number one. Yep. Wow. I mean, they're um, pretty good. Big Cat's good. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good. They're, there's, uh, there's talent there. Um, I've met them before. I've never met the full conglomerate of Barstool, however. And I needed to tell you guys about my experience because it was sort of disturbing. 
Um, they were all there. All of them. All of them were there. Like all of these stoolies, as they call them, were there. It was all hands on deck. Um, and, and let me, the, the stoolies to almost a man are all middle-aged, round, unadjusted people. Right? Is that fair? Like, I, and I'm sure some of them, I think some of them probably have like an issue. Right. Some of them. Right. Like there's one. Uh, I, 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 I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but there, there's there's deficits. We'll put it that way. OK. Oh, some of them. Right. Totally. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. you got the Frank the Tanks, the guys named Mincy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. He's absolutely right on. OK. We'll they're talk. Just, we'll talk just, after the show. Ends. They're just tapped. Yeah, okay. and, and that's, cool. you know what, yeah, they found an avenue and they create content and it's good. I find Barstool to be entertaining. Yeah, But I, um, I, I, I went to the bathroom at this arena. It was at DePaul's Arena, Wintrust Arena in downtown Chicago. The first thing I see are two Barstool people, stoolies, again, the bathroom, in the men's bathroom. I walk into the first thing I see is a camera. Like someone filming in the men's bathroom. That was the first thing I saw. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I got to go pee. Like, is this a thing? Like, I know they record everything. Are we, are we just uh, full-fledged filming in the bathroom now? Like, what's going on? Uh, and so what they were doing, they were filming like Caleb Presley, who does uh, a thing, uh, interviews. He interviews funny people. Guy? Yeah, he's the funny guy. That guy's Blonde great. guy with, with a ponytail. Sunday conversation. Yeah. He's their best guy. They were filming him getting dressed in the bathroom. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like that, that was indication number one that this is a little bit weird. I mean, it was a red flag to me. So uh, the, the, the guy who saw me shooting Caleb Presley getting dressed in the bathroom, uh, he knew immediately just based on the look at my face, like it was a little weird. So he started like putting the camera down. And then Caleb Presley was talking about how he was somewhere at a bachelor party getting wasted. Like I'm brand for him. So I pee. I, I couldn't, I, I go, I wash my hands, but I couldn't get a paper towel out of the dispenser because Caleb Presley's suit is sitting there. Last thing we're going to do is drip water from my hands on this person's suit. So they're just taking off the bathroom for all these people while they're filming each other getting dressed. Like that was really bizarre. Mm. And then Portnoy showed up. Dave Portnoy, stool presidente. He's the boss, controversial boss of Barstool. And I bleep you not. I've never seen anything like this before, ever, in my life. And I've been around college athletics for two decades now with some powerful coaches, okay? Howard Schnellenberger, Lane Kiffin, uh, Dusty May, uh, Mike Jarvis, very imposing personality. I've never seen anything like this. Dave Portnoy showed up, and every single stoolie, to a man or woman, immediately, Mm. it was like a black hole, like something galactic, just immediately... Dave's here. And they all surrounded him and they got silent. Well, he gave the game plan for the night. I've never seen anything like it before. I've never seen anything like it. It was like they're all trained. As soon as Portnoy gets there, Mm. surround him. And my first thought seeing all of this was, well, that's a cult. I, I do believe that we have a burgeoning cult influence right now in sports. Michigan football, cult. Barstool, could be a cult. Yeah. And I'm concerned. That's kind of spot on. I uh, mean, th- these are just my observations. Those are actions of a cult. But I found it to be, I found it to be odd human behavior. Hmm. That's just me. I, I agree with you. They're super weird. I, I think one of my biggest 
Ix, as Theo said earlier, Ix is a good word. Maybe we should implement yeah, it in the just, show. Just, just throw it in there a little bit. It's hot and trendy. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand how somebody could live being recorded by a cell phone. I mean, um, they're everywhere. That, I, I get a TV camera, right? Because most of the time you're probably be on contract and like you're supposed to do that. You're obligated to be on TV or whatever it is. I get that, like the Kardashians. But the cell phones, if somebody were to be three feet from me with the cell phone when I'm having a conversation with somebody or just doing something, I'd be really uncomfortable. I don't know how I could live that way. But I agree with you. Um, on everything that you said, uh, like, you got to pick the three or four that you like. And do, kinda, do we need the camera in the men's bathroom? No, we don't. All right, and, and and again, like I, I got nothing against any of them, and I, I like barstool. I'm a fan of barstool, and I like all the different directions they go. I'm a, I'm I'm a, a, a hesitant fan of Dave Portnoy, but he showed up, and I've never seen anything like it. It was just and quiet silence. It was crazy. I had a problem. With All the he had to do was appear. His mere presence. I had a problem with the broadcast. Uh, talked about gambling. There's a bunch of college kids trying to play basketball on the court in front of them. I wasn't serious. They were dropping f bombs, s bombs, all this, all that. It wasn't a good uh, look for FAU basketball, for Loyola, Chicago, Arizona State, Mississippi State, all those teams. The broadcast was abysmal and like disrespectful. I just think it might be a cult. Michigan football, and again, this is just my observation. I think Michigan football is a cult, and I think Barstool is a cult. They're officially, Theo, on cult watch. They're on cult watch. Cult watch 2023. Uh-huh. More entries to come. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone the Banowitz. I'm Ken Levicka, Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I think financial. Our community needs your help. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation. Improve the lives of children and families in our communities. Each year, the I Think Community foundation hosts jingle bells at the branches where children in need can come and enjoy activities treats and a special guest from the north pole donate at ithinkfi.org slash foundation or show support by purchasing a jingle bells icon at your nearest branch visit ithinkfi.org slash locations find your branch or call 800-873-5100 that's i think financial ithinkfi.org i think we learned a lot about ourselves today and i think it's important for us to tap in to our inner selves and realize that just because we uh, might be a little petty or vindictive of, uh, at times, openly laughing at people's misfortunes, Deshaun Watson, Theo, it doesn't make us bad people. Nah, nah. We're good. We have great hearts, great intentions. Yeah, I think it's important. Yeah. But again, again, Michigan football and barstool might be a cult. Both of them. I don't think I'm off base here, guys. I love no. those takes. I, I, again, you want to avoid a David Koresh situation? A Jim Jones situation. All I'm saying is we might want to start looking at Michigan football on Barstool. Okay? Based on my observations. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.